And welcome to another edition of The Real Money Show. The number to get in touch is one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. The Precious Metal Advisor, the investor kit, or things you can get there and check out the e-store, the easiest way to begin and, you know, kind of get your feet wet in purchasing uh, precious metals, hard assets, the e-store on the website. Uh, Darren's here. Darren, what have, we, uh, what have we got going today? Lots. We've got a lot happening, John. First off, let's start the week with a congratulations to those that have been buying and uh, have been visiting the Guildhall e-store to make their online purchases. We've had quite a, a fill of orders this week and last week, and the month of July was outstanding for Guildhall. It is typically uh, marked by, uh, in you know, in terms of the cycle that we go through in pricing and markets, July and August are typically great months for buying when we've seen these peaks in pricing in both gold and silver, they've happened four times since we've been open, and the last one occurred in 2011. Those cycles always begin in July and August. So right. if we're going to see the price rally here in silver and head back up towards the $50 mark that it was at back in 11, 2011, this is the time as a buyer to be very conscious of where your base begins. And accumulation is the key concept here. We've made some changes to the website. We're going to be talking about combos through the show, okay. a new way to introduce uh, people that are brand new to the idea of owning silver and gold into the marketplace. We've started with silver. We're going to be talking about a number of things. But right now, as we're taping the show here on Thursday, silver sitting in the 1460 to 1470 range, while gold sits in the 1090 range. And both metals really unchanged week over week. There hasn't been a significant change. We had one day of downside movement, but we had a really just about a 20 cent difference between here and last week when we were taping. And this week, really, the headlines are the same. There's a lot of analysts out there, mainstream analysts, who find it very easy to tout gold and silver as being a real negative investment at this point in time. And that's bearish sentiment. We can expect that when the pricing isn't doing much. And we've been through the summer doldrums enough times to know that's the typical status quo for most analysts. But what I brought with me to the show today, and I'll tell you right now, it's impactful, it's insightful, and it talks about some of the opposite things that people are thinking about. And let me just run through a couple of those headlines. Number one, silver is fundamentally undervalued. This is an article we'll go through by Power Hedge from Seeking Alpha. There's another one called Silver Can Triple Once It Finds a Bottom, a hard-hitting, quick summary of what could happen in silver pricing in the short term. The Perth Mint and U.S. Mint cannot meet demand as gold bullion demand surges. Four charts that prove gold is poised for a rebound. I've got one on inflation because we often talk about it. It's certainly a topic we haven't forgotten about, and I want to press the issue a little today as we talk about that. We're talking about Shanghai silver stocks. They're plummeting, more signs of a global run on silver, especially when it's low priced. And we mentioned last week, and I'll mention it again, John, we've been on delay on several products. We have 100-ounce bars that have been delayed at our office, and we've had some shipments that have been a bit delayed, but we've kept a really big inventory in the short term. So we've been able to fill orders, and uh, this is just a sign of what's happening. If this market really was falling apart and we were going to see gold and silver go to significantly lower prices, you wouldn't see people's interest in physical bullion. Yet against the low price on paper, we're seeing higher premiums for the physical. Right now we're dealing with situations where we've 
had to look seriously at a number of products that we offer on the site because the silver prices that you pay for physical bullion are going much, much higher. And so as we progress through the show, we're going to go through a few of these articles and go from there. Darren touched on the e-store, something you can check out uh, right now while you're listening to us at guildhallwealth.com. And one eight seven seven eight silver is the old school way of giving them a phone call and start your investing that way. Talk about that bottom of silver. We keep calling for it and say, you know, obviously when it's bottom like this, this is the time you want to get out and buy, right? Well, yeah, this is just it, John. And let's remind listeners here: rallies for silver of two to three, four hundred percent are not unusual. They just haven't happened in the short to medium term. First, silver needs to find a bottom, which appears to be slightly elusive right now. I'm not going to sit, sit here and, and connect with our audience and tell them, "Hey, 1460 is the ultimate low. We're not going a step lower than that." But it does present buying opportunities. If we go 20 or 30 or 40 cents lower, that's nothing out of the norm at this particular point in time. But Silver and gold, for that matter, have probably not quite found a bottom yet, but when it finally does, investors can expect a double, a triple, or even a greater increase. And I know that that does sound somewhat ridiculous, but it's not if you look at what the track record in the near past has shown us. In the past 35 years, silver has experienced five major bull markets that have averaged a gain of 350% or more off the lows. The bull markets lasted anywhere from several months to seven years, and there were actually six bull markets, but I didn't include the run-up to nearly 50 that occurred in 79.80. Though it might have been a legitimate bull market, much of those gains came during that cycle were probably artificial due to the attempt by the Hunt brothers that everybody knows and talks about. But again, this is all part and parcel of what a market can do. There have been spectacular runs in the silver market, and we've seen really, really good fundamentals, solid fundamentals. And if our listeners have been uh, uh, listening long enough, they'll know these four fundamentals, which we operate with at Guildhall. Number one, we expect that the long-term prognosis of the U.S. dollar is a weakening effect. Although in the short to medium term we've seen a bull market in the U.S. dollar, we expect there to be weakening in the U.S. dollar long term and for it to resume its downward movement, which has been in place, I might add, for almost 100 years at this point in time. If you are a U.S. citizen listening to this show or someone that holds U.S. dollars, think of this. Despite the short-term strength of the U.S. dollar, and especially here in Canada, the short-term weakness of the Canadian dollar, the U.S. dollar over the course of the last 100 years in the global market has lost approximately 80 to 90% of its purchasing power. So if you look at it from that perspective over the generations that we've seen come and go, this is something that we expect to happen long-term. And as a result, when you have periods of U.S. weakening, Uh, you get periods of very, very quick moves up in gold and silver. So that's the number one fundamental and reason why we stick with our game plan to hold gold and silver as part of our portfolio. Number two, we expect because of the money printing that has occurred in the near uh, short, medium, and long term over the last 10 years, that there's going to be a significant bout of inflation. And I'm going to talk about inflation during the show today, but for those that don't think that inflation is anywhere near uh, an important topic right now. Maybe even think about deflation. Think about this. It wasn't so long ago that we were all complaining at the gas pumps Hmm. about the effects of high gas prices. Now, that was around 2008. The barrel of oil had rallied significantly up to $100 and almost $50 a barrel per per barrel. Mm -hmm. And the gas that we were paying per liter was at about 120 to 130. 
Now, if you look around, and you know you can do that pretty easily if you're in your car right now listening, just pass by a gas station and look at the price of gas. Look where a barrel of oil is and look at what the price of gas is. A barrel of oil has gone from the high of 150 down to below 50 and trading below between 50 to $60 a barrel right now as we speak. So we've lost two-thirds the value of a barrel of oil. Be nice if the pumps did that. And what's happened with the price of gas? Ten cents. It's right where it is. Like, it's right where it was. It's nothing in comparison. That is the effects of the silent effect of inflation. Things begin to cost more. If you've seen, for example, an increase in your income, has it been the same as what we've seen in the CPI? The CPI over the last fifteen years, the consumer price index by which we measure inflation, has risen in Canada approximately thirty percent. Have you seen in 15 years a 30% increase in your income? Most people cannot say that they have seen that increase. They might have seen, uh, you know, 4 or 5 or maybe even 10%. But to say 30% increase in your income over 15 years, I don't think that that's happened. Yet that's where the CPI is, plain as can be if you go to StatsCan. There are other various things that we look at too, and we'll talk about later in the show. But if you're sitting here listening and thinking about owning gold and silver, and we're going to talk about the other two fundamentals in a minute, but you've heard the first two fundamentals. We think the lower price in in silver right now is not going to stick around for long. We think the U.S. dollar is going to drop. And if you're sitting here and you agree with us, this is a perfect moment to find out how to do this. As you said earlier, John, you can go to the website and you can find out more about it. You can obviously call in. You can call the number that John gives out. You can find out more information. We have an e-store where if you're online and you're one of the do-it-yourselfers, you enjoy shopping online, you want to do it your own, you don't want to talk with anybody, you can go to our e-store and you can pick up silver and gold. Have it delivered or pick it up in office. You can also open up an account in the depository. We have a depository for storage purposes. It's one of the best in the world. You have three choices for storage locations around the world, depending on what type of investor you are. Some more discerning investors like to take their bullion offshore. We have a facility in Singapore. We have one here in Toronto. and We have one in Delaware. That's an option for you as well. That can hold gold, silver, platinum, and palladium. And to add to that, not only do we have the ability to store product, but you can also hold this product, gold, silver, platinum, palladium, inside any type of RSP. We've partnered over the last number of months with a huge company in Quest Trade to bring this value to our listeners. And this is one way that when the price of silver, if you believe as I believe that this price of silver is going towards maybe $100, $150 an ounce, this is a sure way to protect your gains. If you have the room within a TFSA to do so, what a fantastic way to hold gold and silver. So those are some options to get the ball rolling. We have some other types of options as, all, as well. And you can give us a call to let us know exactly how you want to proceed. And uh, not only that, we're going to talk later in the show, John, about colored diamonds. But Love it. before we get to the break, I want to talk about the other two fundamentals that yep. we'll stretch into the second segment. The, the after money printing and the fear of inflation, because there's been so much rampant money, money printing and, and countries are in bang up trouble because of it. We're looking down the road at global uh, at global problems in the form of geopolitics. Geopolitical problems come from war. They come from economic problems within regions. They come from things like Russia and Ukraine. They come from fear of war, from North Korea threatening things about you know nuclear mm-hmm. weapons, silly things like that. But these are what happen in the regions. You know, when you have these big events, these are trigger events, we call them in silver and gold. And let's say, for example, we had a trigger event in the Middle East. 
regionally they buy gold and this is one of the big reasons why you've seen the gold and silver price from time to time rally very hard because countries are buying up that resource and they're pushing the price higher the last and the most important one is supply and demand and we'll talk about that when we come back we'll take a short break in the interim uh, yeah the number to start investing is simple one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com grab the precious metal advisor get yourself ed- educated uh, the investor kit you can pick that up as well and as darren mentioned it's uh, fairly new and really easy to use i'm talking about the e-store check that out for your uh, your first plunge into buying some physical metal here with guildhall lots more of the real money show coming up talk radio am 640 and back at it with more of the real money show one eight seven seven eight silver is the number to start. Invest in guildhallwealth.com. See how you can use your RSP and TFSA room to start investing. The e-store is right online. Simple way to uh, sit at home in your Lululemons and start investing that way, whether it's a small amount or large amount. You can get the ball rolling there and then have a look beyond that to uh, possibly some storage, Darren, in a bigger amount as your investment gets bigger and better as time goes on. You're talking about fundamentals as well of, of precious metals when we left the, the first segment. We were, and we got through the first three, which is we expect long-term uh, weakening in the U.S. dollar. We expect money printing to create inflation. We expect geopolitical instability around the world to continue. And the last and most important, supply and demand. If I told you that at $14.65, the nearest, closest precious metal to that palladium Mm -hmm. in price, if I told you that silver was a bargain, most people might look at me and say, well, you know, I don't know. I'm going to think about that. Well, here's a little bit of a story for you to to ponder. When the price of silver and gold took off in in the 1970s, and the price of silver rose 3,200%, up to a price of 52 intraday high in January of 1980, there were approximately three and a half billion ounces of silver above ground. Gotcha. Okay, so... Physical metal right there. Physical ounces, physical raw material, physical silver above ground. Now... If you fast forward to 2015, given the uh, the economical background that we've seen shape and, uh, you know, obviously play out over the last 20, 30, 40 years, you would think, the average person, that silver would be plentiful. You would think because it's far less valued than palladium, it's nearest next metal, precious metal, right. and then, of course, platinum and gold. gold. You'd think it would be very plentiful at that price yep. because it's a cheap price. You know, people think it's very plentiful. However... There is less above ground silver than there is gold. Now, here's the real statistic. Three and a half billion ounces above ground in 1980. Fast forward to 2015, and we have less than we have less than a billion ounces. Wow. So we've and lost two-thirds. And look at the price at $14.65. Sooner or later, there will become a huge awakening. And when that happens, the realization that silver is not as plentiful as people have thought simply because the people who control paper markets have made it look and deceive the public into thinking that it's plentiful. When this happens, the price of silver will explode. And it won't explode, John, up to $24 or $28 or $35 or $50 an ounce. It'll explode in a year's time to $150 an ounce when people realize that long term this is a metal that will be as rare as uh, palladium. Now, gold, on the other hand, where there were about 3 to 4 billion ounces above ground back in 1980, there's now 6 to 7 billion ounces above ground. So it's been mined, and we're talking about, in future shows very soon, we're going to be talking about peak gold production, but okay. there's way more of it above ground right now. Now, does that mean that you can't go and mine it at deeper 
pockets of the earth and find new veins? Well, you probably could, but it costs money. You're right. Inflation has prohibited us from doing that. The cost of mining is extremely high right now. And the way that silver comes out of the ground is be it's a byproduct of right. gold, copper, zinc, lead mining, other types of mining. So we don't really see primary mining occurring, and we certainly don't see it being developed. It would take, if I put to a mine in production right now, assuming I had all the costs and everything, it would cost me roughly, roughly to pull silver out of the ground somewhere in the neighborhood of what the price currently is. So there's no gain. So there's no gain. That's no point. That's why no incentive. That's exactly why they're not doing it. Eventually, at some point in time, given the demand side of the equation, which is the highest in history, we use silver in everything we touch, John. If you have an uh, uh, Android phone, if you have an iPhone, if you have any type of cell phone, you have silver in it. And ask yourself just quickly as you're driving right now listening to me talk, how many times you've replaced your cell phone? In the last 10 years, let's say as an example, a little quick test, and how many times, if you say three times, four, five times, have you taken apart the cell phone and pulled the silver that's in it out of there? Yeah, never. It's not recycled like we think it is. There are new adventurous uh, startups that are trying to change that, but for now there is no way we are pulling and recycling all that silver out. So it's getting used and thrown away, and it's in junk piles all around the world, and that's going to continue to be the case. So we're using up all this silver. It's in our um, tablets, our computers, our cars. It's in bandages. It's in clothing that we wear. Medical instruments, Medical instruments. High-end medical instruments will have gold, silver. There's all kinds of things and reasons why they have them. It's used as a catalyst. It's in bearings, uh, silver technology, and solar. Today I read an article about how Tesla is suggesting one might go off the grid by using their home solar products. And uh, this is an exciting thing for me to talk about. Because he's got no success. No, he wouldn't Tesla. know what he's talking he about. He's talking no, about not at all. all. Right? <laughs> but you know what? We fear change, John, so yep. it's going to take longer than people thought. I remember talking to Lou Skeezus about it at one time and just saying, hey, right now the cost of solar is just too high for people to swallow it and go ahead. But there will come a time 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road, where it'll be the norm. And you know what? At that point in time, we're going to experience a little bit of freedom. But guess what goes into solar? The primary part that goes into making solar panels? Silver. It's the best reflector of sunlight in the entire world, a conductor of heat in wow. the entire world. So you've got a metal there which is incredible. Uh, it's diversity is incredible. It's used all over the world. And this is why we believe that the supply and demand fundamental is going to drive the price significantly higher. Now, I want to talk for a second on that tip right now, but why we believe silver is fundamentally undervalued. It's due to the actions of, of, of what I believe are a handful of very large speculators in the futures markets. If you look at, for example, just the month of June, of this year. During a one-day period at the end of June, silver shorts overwhelmed the broader market and depressed prices, even as the investor demand for physical was way higher. We had people calling us saying, we want to buy, you know, we want to buy, we want to buy physical product. Do you have it? And we'd have it, but it's a shame that you'd have to sell it at the paper price. So you're seeing premiums between what the paper price is at, you know, 14 and change and what the 
buying price is, which is now for silver somewhere around 16, 17, 18, even more uh, in US dollars, you're seeing that widen and that gap is changing. And there have been some very interesting events in the silver markets over the past few weeks that show that the price of precious and industrial metal is significantly disconnected from its underlying fundamentals. So this represents real opportunity. If you're an investor and you have speculative money to, to utilize in your portfolio, what a fantastic opportunity for you. If you're looking for long-term protection, again, silver gold have offered that. They have maintained their purchasing power over the last 40, 50, 60, 70 years. Now, if you look at what is happening this fundamentally undervalued market is really not picking up much traction. And what it needs is it needs the average investor. It needs me. It needs you, John. It needs uh, you know everybody that's listening to pick up a little now and then. It doesn't matter if you buy it from Guildhall. We'd love to service you. We'd love to have you as a client. But even if you're around and you think, hey, I'd like to have my son or daughter get a little bit of this product. Paul talks about it on the show at yes. length, at nausea, about his granddaughter and grandson and how he buys them an ounce of gold every year for their birthday. If we just changed our mentality a bit to include that approach, we would have a significantly different market and this would be a trigger effect on higher prices. one silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Let's talk about owning the, the, the metal. And I mean, this is something we do. We touch on sometimes in the show. I don't know how else to put it, but it, it, it's a, there's a cool factor to actually having physical metal. You guys talk about it all the time. People just, they simply make appointments to just go literally visit their metal at the depository. It's one thing to have a piece of paper that says I own 300 ounces of silver. That, that's near there. I can throw it away. It doesn't mean anything. But to actually have physical metal in your possession. It's old school. And I mean like 5,000 years old school, right? It's, it's, it's a cool thing to have and a better way to own it, yeah? It is. And that's, you know, for me, it's uh, like Paul was saying, it's one of the things that have become part of my everyday life. I own silver, gold, palladium, platinum, colored diamonds, and I have put those assets into my portfolio for a long time now. And, and absolutely, we have clients, John, that come to us every day and just say, hey, I know I've had an account with you guys for four or five, six years, but I've never visited my metal. Let can me we, see my can, babies. Can we set up a, an appointment? Yeah. And sure, I took a client not to, but a week and a little bit ago, and he has uh, a fairly significant holdings, uh, and he includes both gold and silver. He has about 300 ounces of gold, and he has about 15,000 uh, ounces of silver. Now, his silver holdings have been as high as 100,000 ounces, but at this point like in time, he wanted to go see his product. So w- we had to put it all out on a skid, awesome. and we pulled in, and we drove in in the car, and it's secured, and the gates all closed, and then you get sucked into this big, huge vacuum. It's like a Tom Cruise movie. I'm liking this already. totally like a Tom Cruise <laughs> cruise movie and then as you park you get out of your car and then you walk into a secondary holding area and then there they bring out your skid and they put it on the ground and we took photos and you know we were kissing the bullion and you know you're hugging the bullion and they just took funny photos of it and his two sons were there and they took photos with it you know so for some people yeah they get they get uh, it's the bang for your buck it's the the ownership the idea Mm -hmm. of owning it and it's the coolest thing in the world to be able to do that and to do it with guild hall it's very simple Owning gold and silver couldn't be easier. First off, number one, use the contact information that you're given on this show. You've got to get the Precious Metals Advisor. That's the first link in connecting to the world. I write that advisor, send it out to our clientele and to those who are interested for a year free of charge. After that point, you can pay for it if you like. Uh, but again, this is the uh, PM advisor. It's world renowned. Mm-hmm. It has a ton of information. And again, it's going to keep you up to date on all of our offerings and anything that's up to, uh, uh, you know, it's brand new, the new offerings. 
if we have new combos, which we're going to talk about in the fourth segment. Uh, and again, this is one thing you have to get. Secondly, go to the website. Check out the e-store. You can see the product online. The pricing is right there. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no added. If you, you spend over 5000 your shipping is free. If you spend under 5000 your shipping is uh, going to be charged on the account. It's very straightforward. You can open up a depository account, as I said in the first segment. Hold your bullion. Go check it out. Have it audited. Have serial numbers. These are uh, real, legit ways to hold silver unlike any other type I've seen in the world. And it's really inexpensive to hold it there as well. It yeah, it is. It it's gets really it out of your house. Like you don't totally. want it on your property, well, right? Well, number one, it's a safety factor. Right. Number two, liquidity. There's going to come a time when you want to press the sell button. And if you do it at the wrong point in time, you'll lose thousands, tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands if you're an investor like I was just talking about. So you have it in that depository. And yes, you're going to pay storage because somebody has to insure that product Mm -hmm. in case it's ever vandalized or God forbid something act mother of nature. But again, this is something that you have to take in consideration when owning bullion. Otherwise, I'm sitting here staring at a metal that's $14.65 in silver, uh, $14.73 as we're recording the show right now. And I'm thinking to myself, gosh, it would take nothing for that price to go twice that. $29 an ounce would take nothing. So buying today at fourteen seventy five, putting it in that depository, as we said, it's an easy way to do it. You can do it in coin. You can do it in bar form. You can do you know, one ounce, five ounce, 10 ounce silver, 100 ounce silver, 1,000 ounce silver. You can do gold in half ounce. You can do it in grams. You can do it in one ounce, 10 ounce, uh, one kilo, 32 ounce bars. The options are very, very good. And uh, this is where you get started right now. And you mentioned that, you know, if it goes up all of a sudden to $29, $29 an ounce, uh, what am I going to do? I'm going to load a thousand ounces of silver with 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 a with a shovel in the back of my VW Golf. You, you, you're going to miss the boat. It's absolutely. You got to be. You got to have it in the depository so you can get. You can sell it on on, on a dime. One hundred percent. Yep. We'll take a short break and get into natural fancy color diamonds. Love this part of the show. In the meantime, the number to start investing one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. Darren Hammer at home. Pick up the precious metal advisor and click on the e store to start your advent, uh, your investing travels with uh, Guildhall. More of The Real Money Show coming up. Hang on. Talk Radio AM 640. Back with more of The Real Money Show. The number you know to start investing, one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhallwealth.com. And for this segment, you can check out guildhalldiamonds.com. Paul, this is the part of the show I love the best, and I know you're a big fan, as are yourself, Darren, and that is the colored diamonds. What an investment and what a beautiful investment just to, just to look at as well, right? You're absolutely correct. And, you know, it's, it's, this is a strange, strange time when we're looking at investments and we're looking at uh, you know the bullion market we're looking at the oil market we're looking at the stock market one of the safest investments that have been around since they've been keeping records in, for the last 40 years have never ever dropped in price is natural fancy colored diamonds now any client that purchased a natural fancy colored diamond a year ago never mind the diamond going up in value just on currency alone because mm-hmm. we buy all of our diamonds in U.S. It's U.S. funds. You've made 32% on your diamond just on a currency. The same thing as if you would have bought a home in, you know, in Florida or Nevada or wherever, you know, and paid $500,000 for a house or a condo. Today, that house is worth 30% more from last year. But natural fancy colored diamonds, not only the valuation has gone up on the currency, they increase in value. They tend to double every four to five years, John. And this is only because of the type of diamond that we go out and purchase. We deal in the highest quality of natural fancy colored diamonds. 
The four C's, which are really, really important, are the color, the cut, the clarity, and the carat weight. The first thing that you look at when you're buying a natural fancy colored diamond is the color. And that makes us excited when we see a natural fancy colored diamond that's evenly saturated, deep mm -hmm. in color. Then we look at the cut that makes the diamond really sparkle. And then the clarity. In yellow diamonds, we sell basically internally flawless. Though we sell VS and VS1, VS2, normally we're buying that purely on color. But most of the yellow diamonds that we carry are internally flawless because those are the diamonds that increase in value very, very quickly. If you go to our website, guildhalldiamonds.com, you're going to see an unbelievable array of natural fancy color diamonds. We have more internally flawless diamonds up on our website than anybody in the world, and we have them in stock. It's not uh, bait and switch showing you a picture and not having the product. We have every product that's on the website. The other diamonds we're very, very you know, happy about what's happening in the market is pinks, especially the Argyle pinks, because the Argyle mine in Western Australia is going to be closing in around about 2018, maybe 2020 at a stretch. The production is completely down. Hmm. They supply one, actually about 90% of the pinks for the world, yet it's only one-tenth of 1% 1 of their total production. So it, they're extremely rare, and they're going up like crazy. Uh, diamonds that were you know, costing $50,000 three years ago are $100,000. So if you're looking to retire, you're looking to put your kids through school, this is one of the best investments that you can make in natural fancy color diamonds. Buy a diamond for $50,000, and if it's going to double every five years, you know, in 15 years, you're looking at a diamond that can easily be worth a quarter of a million dollars. If that's the type of money you're looking to make, you should be looking at natural fancy color diamonds. Now, natural fancy color diamonds come in all colors. Um, we don't sell black diamonds, which are pieces of coal, carbon. <laughs> we don't sell diamonds with food categories like right. um, chocolate. champagne, chocolate, or cognac, or booze, booze diamonds. They are not the type of diamonds that increase in value. We sell yellows, pinks, Blues, greens, red, violet, those are the type of diamonds that we sell. Extremely hard to find, extremely rare. I'm excited this week to bring you a couple of diamonds. They're on our website. I love blue and blue and green diamonds. Mm -hmm. And we've got a combination of blue-green. Extremely hard to find. They are VS quality, which means they're very slightly included. I have a fancy bluish green radiant cut it's a 0.61 um this diamond to in my opinion should be in around about the two hundred thousand dollar range we have it on for just under ninety thousand dollars canadian not u.s canadian this is the type of diamond that you can put away for a 10-year period and at the end of that 10-year period you have a substantial amount of money stored in wealth in this diamond one eight seven seven eight silver online to guildhalldiamonds.com. You mentioned cut earlier. How important is the cut to the cut way is the diamond extremely looks? important, John, because the cut is what brings out the in the trade we call it the fire uh, in in the diamond. The colors just fly off the diamond. Now, in colored natural fancy colored diamonds, to find a round diamond that's evenly uh, saturated with a great cut. 
extremely hard to find. We just sold one uh, last week. We only, it's one I've probably I've only seen two or three uh, in the last ten years. Um, but radiant cuts, um, cushion cuts, and numpair cuts, and even oval cuts, emerald cuts. These are the cuts that bring out the fire and the scintillation in these natural fancy colored diamonds. What's your favorite? Um, I like cushion. Yeah. Um, no. The my other favorite is emerald cut, but which is called a step cut. Um, they are great to bring out, as I said, the fire in the, in the diamond. The, the real important thing is, as well, is how good the cut is. Um, you know, if you're dealing with artisans, the diamonds that are cut, whether they're cut in Antwerp, whether they're cut in Tel Aviv, even in New York, are very, very well cut. I mean, they can look at a diamond for three months, six months before they even start to cleave it. Amazing. That's the first cut. To look into the diamond to see what type of diamond you know, they're going to get and what type of cut they're going to get out of the diamond. The most important thing is not to lose any part of that diamond. Now, especially if a diamond is internally flawless, you can polish away inclusions, but you can't keep on polishing and polishing and polishing if the inclusions are very deep or they're include, there's different types of inclusions that actually devalue the diamond. So what we look at is color, clarity, cut, and then the carat weight. Um, when we're selling diamonds, for example, on yellows, we only sell a carat and above. The reason that we sell a carat and above, because that's investment grade. Right. Uh, on pinks, we only sell basically above a quarter of a carat. Um, anything less than that, 18 to a quarter of a carat is okay, but anything less than that, we don't even look at. Um, it's all right for jewelry, but not as an investment. You have to realize for every, every 10,000 white carats of white diamonds mined, there's only one carat of color. It doesn't mean that it's investment grade. To come up with an investment grade diamond like a internally flawless vivid yellow one carat, you've got to mine a hundred thousand carats or even more than that of white diamonds to come up with that type of diamond. So what we're looking at is the rarity of the diamond. Production is is actually at an all time low because there's no new mines coming on. Um, it's not like anything where you can turn a faucet and you know out comes no, colored diamonds. diamonds. Um, the Argyle mine has been in existence for, you know, around about 20-odd years plus. You know, at the beginning, it was picking the low-hanging fruit. Now, at Guildhall, we sell three grades of diamonds, fancy, intense, and vivid. You know, that's like buying a car. You can buy a Chev, which is okay, which is a fancy, or the type of diamond we sell is more like a, uh, a Lexus. The next one is Intense, which is a high-end Mercedes. Nice. And then a Vivid, you're looking at, at a Ferrari or a Rolls-Royce. You know, that's the type of quality to make it very simple. My advice right now is to get into a fancy, if it's a starter, a fancy one-carat internally flawless. You're looking at around about $14,000. This is a great starter stone. A lot of our clients start off with a fancy. And again, four or five years ago, you would have picked up this stone for nine nine thousand. $9,500 maybe tops. Today we've got it on the website for fourteen five. That's for a carrot stone. An intense, you're looking at around about $30,000. And a vivid, you know, you're in the fifty dollars to $60,000 a carrot today. And these are the stones, as I said, they're getting rarer and rarer, harder and harder to find, and they're going to go up in value. So if you're looking, as I said, to put your kids through school, 
you're at a retirement age, you're sick of the stock market. You know, stock market's not for everybody. Gold and silver's not for everybody. You know, people, some people hate looking at prices every day. They just want to buy something. They want to put it away, put it in a safe deposit box, have it for 10, 15 years, and turn around and know that they've made a ton of money. Mm-hmm. At auctions today, natural fancy colored diamonds are bringing unbelievable prices. You know, 10, 15, 20 million. But these are in sizable stones, 5 carat, 10 carat, 20 carat pinks, for example, that are impossible to find today. They're just not out there. And this is one of the best kept secrets of any investor. We're seeing diamonds at auction, as I said, bringing terrific prices for the simple reason the wealthy are also wondering, they're worried about fiat currencies. So what they're doing is they're putting their money into hard assets. Natural fancy colored diamonds is also portable wealth. In the palm of your hand, you can literally have tens of millions of dollars in the palm of your hand. It's easy to store. It's insurable product. It's an insurable asset. It's an asset that's going to keep on going up in value. As I keep on saying, the mines are closing. There's no new mines. It's like an artist. Once you know, a famous artist dies, there's no more of his art. So therefore, his art goes up in value or her art goes up in value. Therefore, this is a great, great time to buy a natural fancy colored diamond. You can start off, as I said, with a one carat 101 fancy for around about $14,000. You know, in tents, you're looking twenty-five dollars to $30,000 for internally flawless. And for a vivid, you're looking anywhere from fifty dollars to $60,000 above that. The bigger the stone you buy, the better investment. It's like real estate. It's location, location, location. Mm-hmm. A two-carat vivid or a two-carat intense is going to go up more than a one-carat because it's a diamond that in the future is going to be sought after because there's a lot of new wealth coming into the world from China, from India, and other countries that want what we have in the West. And because the currencies are falling apart, except for the U.S. dollar that keeps on going up, and that can't keep on going up like a rocket ship. That's going to come off sooner or later. But because these diamonds are so rare, you are going to make money. Give us a call. Make an appointment to see us. Look at the diamonds. You won't pick a diamond. The diamond will pick you normally. If you're looking to get engaged, you know, don't buy a white diamond. They never, ever go up in, in value. Buy your fiancé a yellow diamond. You know, it's going to move up in price. She's going to be happy with it, and you're going to be happy with the investment. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver for diamonds. Go to guildhalldiamonds.com. Lots more of The Real Money Show. We'll get back into our segment with Darren as we uh, wrap up for this week right here on Talk Radio AM 640. And let's get back into a more of The Real Money Show. one eight seven seven eight silver is the number to start investing. Guildhallwealth.com. Pick up the Precious Metal Advisor. Click on the e-store. That is the easiest way to get started in the comfort of your own home on your own computer. Start investing in... Hard assets. Want to talk about combos, Darren? I'm not talking like burger and fries, as, as good as that sounds right now. As well, good as that sounds. <laughs> well, listen. Paul aside, said it, not me. You know, aside there, from, he mentioned it. Aside from your hunger, there is another uh, incredible opportunity that we've presented now on our website. If you go to guildhallwealth.com or to preciousmetalsestore.guildhallwealth.com, you can see at uh, any time of day 
the new combos that we've put up, and we started with silver. And these are basically combos that were put together to represent a broad range of different types of bullion to own in silver category. We'll be doing this with gold as well. But uh, this is something that we've begun, and let me tell you a little bit about these because yes. we're excited. There are four combos there, ranging from 22-ounce starts to 200-ounce starts. Uh, these are really simple, and you buy it all in one, and the pricing is right there on the site. The first one is a 10-ounce uh, bar of silver, uh, two one-ounce bars uh, of silver, and 10 one-ounce maple, silver maple leaf coins. The second one at 50 ounces is three times 10 ounce bars, 10 uh, one ounce bars, and 10 one ounce maples. And then the combos grow from there, and everybody can see them. I want them to go to the website to check those out. But this is a fantastic way for a new investor to get something that uh, represents a broad range of different types of products. Yeah, because you're starting off around about you know 300 and change, $367 actually, US. Um, the. I like the the 100 ounce combo starter, uh, which actually gives you five 10 ounce Royal Canadian Mint bars and 51 ounce maples. Um, you're looking around about just under $1,700 US, no. but a great starter. Um, you know, to put away for your kids, uh, to put away, you know, once a month. Because if you buy on average, right now silver's trading. Uh, we've moved up nicely today, actually, about uh, 15 cents. It's trading at 14.75 is the bid, and gold is um, actually $1,092. So, you know, if you don't have 10000 or 20000 or 50000 but you have a couple of thousand dollars and you want to put it in, you know, this is a great time to be buying, you know, product, especially silver. We think silver is so undervalued, and I think it's got nothing – but upside rather than downside. We've been battered for the last four years, and you can see right now. I I got to tell you, I order product every single day from my wholesalers. The U.S. Mint is completely out of Silver Eagles. The Royal Canadian Mint have been out for almost a month on maple leaves, ten ounce bars, hundred ounce bars. We're allocated product. We've got product coming in. I order every day, but. You can't get the product. We have physical product. We have product to give you, not give you, to sell you. But we have product, but we're also ordering in product, and we're back-ordered. Mm. So when you have the U.S. Mint and and the Royal Mint both back-ordered on product, it tells me that Joe Public is out there buying product. Forget the hedge funds. Forget the stock market, forget, you know, the people are wheeling and dealing and pushing the price of gold and silver up. They're playing with paper. We're playing with physical product. This is product that you can touch. Now, you can start off by taking it home, or if you want to start up a depository account where the product is segregated, allocated, it's insured with Lloyds of London, you can set up an account for, you know, for a couple of hundred ounces if you bought, you know, the Combo 4. That's got in in it, a 100-ounce bar, um, five 10-ounce bars, and 51-ounce maples. Great set to put in, round about uh, $3,200 and change. Put that in the depository, and if you're going to buy every month or every couple of months, you can put that away. We also offer TFSA and RRSP where you can buy the same combos if you want to and mm-hmm. put that into a TFSA and RSP and we will we'll put that in there for you. 
one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealth.com the e-store click on that start investing as well so Dare, what's the, the what's the, the 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 thinking behind the different combos and different denominations of bars eats of liquidity just variety it's variety. Yep. It is definitely variety, and it's just a a different way to hold the the product. Listen, we have a lot of buyers come in that know what they want, and they start with the most common bar form, which is the hundred ounce silver bar. Right. They come in, they ask for gold. It's the one ounce bar. Uh, we kind of shy away from the coins, not to say that we don't love them, but in these packages we have included them because they are the more common form. Believe it or not, more buyers around the world will buy the coins before they buy the bars, but we like to keep premiums as low as possible, so we've we you know added a bit more different product to it to obviously maintain a lower premium. You're saying there's production costs involved with doing coins. you got to stamp them and shave them and all that stuff. Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And so that costs more to do, and I mean, Paul already mentioned that the supplies are running low in various parts of the world. I might add to that as well that the Perth Mint is now finding that they cannot meet their demand. Uh, In a recorded interview this week with Bloomberg, uh, Nigel Moffat, who's the treasurer of the Perth Mint, uh, said that since the price of gold dropped below 1100 an ounce, they've had a tough time keeping it in stock. So essentially their problem is that the raw product coming in the second it's coming in, it's being turned over and going right back out again. And it's the first time in history that's happened at the Perth Mint. They've had shortages of some product, but that's just delays on delivery and things of that nature. But this is the first time where they're turning product as fast as they get it. So there's nothing on their shelves. They're just getting it in. They're printing and fabricating the, the product that's most popular, and it's going right back out of the door. And this Nigel Moffat's saying, look, this is what happened. It, it, it happened, started occurring around the world with all the mints in June. And of course, as Paul just mentioned, the U.S. Mint uh, in around July the 12th put a halt on their Silver Eagle program and it didn't start up until the 27th of July. Hmm. And in the first two days after starting up, they sold two and a half million Silver Eagle coins within 48 hours because the demand was so high. Now, in addition to that, as well as the Canadian Mint, the Shanghai silver stocks have been plummeting as well, which is more of a sign of global run. And this all has to do with what has transpired during the month of June around the world. Since the middle of June, investment demand for silver has increased considerably. Matter of fact, the U.S. Mint, when they suspended their sales on J- July the 12th, this kind of coincided alongside the Royal Canadian Mint, uh, which has put its gold and silver maple leaf el- uh, sales on allocation to its authorized participants. And in addition, as India imported a record uh, 3,800 metric tons in the first six months of the year, which is up 35% year over year. So despite this low price, you're seeing all these markets worldwide clamor to get this product in in gold and silver and get it produced and out for production. And I uh, I hesitate to think what's going to happen to prices in the near term. I think over the next 12 months, uh, with things lining up the way they are, we've got uh, the, the obvious potential changes in leadership here in Canada and in the U.S., and you've got some very serious situations developing around the world, which all point in one direction. People are going to want to migrate towards assets which have proven themselves to be track record, um, you know, to have a good track record and to be uh, protecting people's purchasing power. And that's going to be colored diamonds, that's going to be gold, that's going to be silver, platinum, and palladium. And again, you're going to see this in pockets. It's already starting. And of course, yes, the next question is going to be, well, how come the price isn't rising? But that's the disconnect. That's the beauty of this market. If you knew ahead of time that Apple was going to invent the iPod, 
Would you have bought the stock? And the answer is oh, a yeah. resounding yes, of course I would have. Well, I'm telling you right now that the world's going to figure out in the short, medium, maybe uh, next year, two years, that there is a shortage in these products available. And when they do, they're going to hit this uh, really hard over the head and what call uh, what we have always called the herd mentality will take over. Don't be caught up as an investor buying silver, you know, when it's rallying 50 days in a row and it's, you know, up near $46 an ounce and all of a sudden, you know, we're going to see a pullback in profit taking. Don't wait until then. If you know now that it's on sale and you know now that it's cheap and fundamentally it's still sound despite the lower price, why wouldn't you want to own some of this excellent product? A month earlier rather than a day late like you always say, Paul, right? Well, yeah. I mean, yep. uh, you know, I watch CNBC and I watch BNN and I watch all these talking heads and they're all talking up the stock market. We've had a pretty good run up on the stock market. The only people that really made money are the hedge funds and the extremely wealthy. You know, Apple stock has been taking a bit of a hit, but you know, how many people own Apple shares? How many people own Google shares? And who can pay? How many shares of $500 or $600 you got, John? Absolutely none. You know, Continue. The average person <laughs> is buying in Canada mining stocks, uh, gold stocks, uh, uranium stocks, looking to find a you know a couple of stocks that they can hit out the ballpark, get a home run. Um, you know, if you own 10 stocks, you own one or two is going to do very well. The average mining stock has got killed, and I think this might be the time even, I mean, I don't give recommendations, but, you know, some of the, the gold stocks that have been beaten up pretty badly, I think this they've, they've lowered their prices on production, um, and they've done as much as they can do, and now all we have to do is wait for the price to move up. You've got to look at Comex. You know, they tra- they're trading right now 116 times product of gold in paper than the physical product. Now, that's dangerous. It doesn't even sound legal. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? It's no different to <laughs> banks when they were lending money. You know, you put in a dollar and they lend that 100 times over. Hmm. It's the same thing they're doing with gold. But the problem is in the U.S., they had a big shortfall uh, last week or the week before, and one of the major banks came up with the gold to bail out some of these dealers that were handling paper. We're seeing clients buying physical product, taking it home, though we advise to put it in a storage or even in a safe deposit box. They're scared to death about banks. They're scared to death what was happening in Greece uh, where they couldn't get their money out of the bank. It happened in Cyprus, and they're worried that this could happen in the States, in Canada. I doubt it very much, but... You know, we've got six major banks here. Uh, It's a little different to having hundreds and hundreds of banks and you don't know what they're doing. But it's a time to own physical gold and silver. It's great, great prices. I'm looking today, silver's up, you know, 15, 16 cents. Gold is up, you know, around about $10. I think the market is waiting to explode. And I think it's going to explode next week. Um, I think these prices are going to go up. It's a great time to get in. As you said, John, it's better to be, and I always say, one day too early than one day too late, Mm -hmm. whether it's a month too early and one day too late. Because, you know, people look at the market, and as it's rising, they want to buy into the market, or they say, well, I won't buy. I'll wait for it to come off. I don't think these markets are going to come off. We've been down in the dumps basically for four years. The stock market has moved up. The housing market has moved up. And I think you're ready today. You know, the Dow's down. 
as we're recording the show Thursday afternoon, 148 points. I think it's lost eight or nine times out of the last ten, and they're still pumping and saying, oh, yeah, we're in a bull market. You know, last one in, first one to get caught, first one to pay the bill. The stock market's had a great run. Gold and silver has not had a good run. It's come off, but it's ready to move up. Aren't you better off, you know, people that bought silver, you know, two years ago at $35, to buy it today at $15, you should be ecstatic. If you bought gold, you know, of $1,500, though a year ago paying $1,500, you were paying basically on par. If you look at, you know, $1,100 right now in gold, at the Canadian dollar rate, we're still at $1,500. Mm-hmm. So you really haven't done any damage. It's psychological. But this is a great, great time to get in. Go to our website. If you want to pick up product, you can take it home. If you want to put it in the depository, or we even have a financed account if that's what you want to get into. But look at TFSAs. Look at RSPs. You can put physical gold and silver with Questrade into your account. And check out the combos as well and always shop on the e-store. Good, guys. We'll do it for another week. one silver online to guildhallwealth.com. This has been The Real Money Show. Talk radio. AM 640.